Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1549, the topic is nutrition and the title is Transitioning Out of a Fat Loss Phase. So I had a listener send in a question and this is actually something I've worked with in the past. We've worked on and off and really helped set the educational background uh, I'm hoping, but, uh, you know, kind of speaking for him, but we've set up the educational background for how to manage nutrition and training, and he's been managing it very well, and then he kind of dips in and asks questions here and there, and that's overwhelmingly one of the greatest feelings, is that through the podcast, through working with people, they learn how to manage it, uh, so that way they can manage their physical health to best manage their mental and emotional health, so I love that, love it, love it, love it. So, what they wrote is, uh, hey Rob, hope your holiday went well. I've been eating in a deficit and am down to 148 pounds from 165 uh, from the last growth phase last fall. So, they were at 165, they've now taken off uh, 17 pounds. And he continues, he says, I feel like I'm getting, I'm just getting smaller, but I can't get rid of that lower stomach fat. I'm just wondering if I should stay in a deficit or what the best option is. He also said that he started doing jiu-jitsu four months ago, and that's three days a week, so that's freaking awesome. Uh, I'm very happy for him. I'm sure he loves that. So what this kind of brings up is if you've been dieting to lose weight, to lose fat, there's going to be a point where you hit the weight you want to be at, but maybe you don't look as clean physique-wise as you want. And then it's like, okay, well... Do I continue to be in a deficit, continue to lose weight, but yet I'm not seeing much of an improvement in my aesthetics? And this can be the challenge is you've hit the weight you want to be, but you don't look that dry, lean, super detailed look. And that's actually really common because at the end of the phase, end of the fat loss or weight loss phase, your body's super stressed. So it's going to have higher degree of water retention. It's not going to have nice full muscle bellies. So once you hit the weight you want, there's actually a transition you have to do to actually see the full leanness effect of the diet. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is if continuing to lose weight doesn't seem to be helping. You feel like you're just getting smaller, but you don't see more definition or anything. What do you do? So there are three tips I want to give. And then I'll give you a couple extra little things. So of the three tips, the first one is to reduce the deficit. You've been in a caloric deficit in order to get your weight to come down, to get fat to come off. Once you're around the weight and the general shape you want to be, we have to reduce some of that deficit because we no longer want to continue to lose. We actually just want to hold. Also, by reducing the deficit, you help the body kind of get a chance to feel like it's recovering. So it's no longer struggling to keep up with the underfed aspect of uh, fat loss and weight loss. So typically what I have people do, and it's different for everyone, but if I'm going to talk to, you know, the random people <laughs> through the podcast, if I'm just doing general population, is adjust your calories by 100 for each day. So if you've been doing, you know, say 1,700 calories a day for fat loss, go up to 1,800. If you have a training day number and a non-training day number, move both numbers up 100. So maybe on training days you eat 2,500 calories. On non-training days you eat 2,200 calories. Adjust both of those up by 100. That will help 
kind of reduce the stress that the body is feeling, but it's not going to cause a big rebound. You're not going to gain a bunch of body fat back or anything like that. It's, it's just enough to hold your current weight. And that's actually what you want to do is you want to stabilize the new weight that you're at. So if you've lost weight, so in this example, you went from 165 down to 148. We now want to kind of hold 148. Don't keep trying to cut. Once you know you're at a probably a pretty good weight, you have general leanness. Like this person can see muscle bellies. They can see definition. They just don't have as clean of a look as they want. So it looks like they're there. They just don't have that finishing touch. So that's where you would add 100 calories back in. And I would try that for a minimum seven days. I would probably actually recommend you do 14 days. And you should be consistent with that at least 10 out of 14 days. So if your new number is 2,000 calories, you want to be at that number for 10 out of the next 14 days. And that should allow the body to kind of normalize and stabilize at that new weight. Now, when I work with cal uh, calories and clients, <laughs> uh, we always do ranges. I never have anybody aim for a specific number, like say 2,000, because that's impossible. You're not going to hit that. We typically do plus or minus 100. So maybe I'd have them do 1,900 to 2,100. Give yourself a little bit of wiggle room because you're going to need that for it to feel like you're being accurate. No one can hit an exact calorie number every day, and it's absolutely unnecessary. So give yourself a little bit of wiggle room so that way you can feel successful within that range. But that is the first thing we want to do is add a cal 100 calories back in. Do that for 10 out of the next 14 days. For most people, that'll solve it. Uh, now, if you notice your weight is still going down, add another 100 for the next 10 to 14 days, okay? Now, along with that change, we want to make sure that we're at the top of our range for protein intake. So, if your protein is anything less than body weight times one per day, so if you weigh 150 pounds, you want to be eating at least 150 grams of protein. So this client, if they weigh 148, they should be aiming for 148 grams of protein. If you listening to this and you're like, okay, I'm pretty happy at my weight of say 180 pounds. You should be aiming for 180 grams of protein. What that does is this gives you enough protein that your body can kind of deal with a lot of the delayed damage and repair work during the dieting phase. Whenever you were in a caloric deficit, the body would have been in to some degree a recovery deficit. And that can contribute to why you feel watery and you don't feel as clean and as lean as you should. So making sure your protein's at the top of the range while you allow for this caloric reduction so there's not so much of a deficit, it'll allow the body to fulfill all of the demands of the recovery and changes that you needed during that dieting phase. So you can actually start to appear leaner, look leaner by simply having enough protein now with the calories to control your weight in order to fulfill all the demands and stress that the training had, had caused. Now, if somebody is training four or more days a week, pretty hard training, weight training, I have them go for the range from one to 1.25 times body weight. If you do normalish style of training, not crazy intense, about three or four times a week, uh, then you would aim for maybe like 0.8 to 1 gram, but be closer to the 1 gram, and that'll help as well. So you're going to adjust your calories, you're going to adjust your protein, and then we have to adjust our training just a little bit. We want to reduce some of the extremes in your training. Again, well, 
you were in that deficit stage, your body wouldn't have been getting all of the calories it needed, wouldn't have been getting all the protein available for recovery. It'll be coming into the end of the phase, end of the dieting phase, uh, worn out, beat up. So your cortisol is going to be super high. That can cause water retention, sleep issues. You might have small aches and pains in your joints. So reducing the extremes in your training can help. You can lessen the intensity just a little bit. So that can look in an infinite number of ways. That can be just reducing a number, like a single working set for all the exercises across all your workouts. Simple, easy change. You might also just say, okay, I'm doing really aggressive, heavy circuits. Maybe I just need to slow down and do supersets rather than, than three or four part exercise circuits. You just want to make the training a little less intense. Doesn't mean less overall training. For some clients, if they train super hard three times a week, I'll bring those three times a week down, but I ask them to go for a 10-minute walk one or two more times that week. So on their non-training days, can they go for a 10-minute walk? Just a little bit of activity. So if I bring the intensity down, I sometimes modify by bringing the volume up. But that is something that we should do, is bring the intensity of the training down a smidge. If you're afraid of gaining unnecessary body fat or you're going to get a big rebound, just go for walks on the non-training days. Go for a 10-minute walk or 10 minutes on a treadmill or a 10-minute body weight circuit of just, you know, sit-ups and squats. Just move for 10 extra minutes on other days, but that'll help as well. So those are kind of the three main things you want to do when transitioning out of a fat loss phase is you've gotten to the weight that you think you should be at, but it's just not quite clean enough. Reduce that deficit by 100 calories each day, get your protein at the top of the range, and then reduce the extreme intensity in your training, but you can add a little bit of uh, non-intense volume at other times of the week. Now, the other things we can do, small little details, is make sure you check your daily sugars. If your sugars are over 60 grams per day, then you might have a little bit of belly fat, a little bit of water retention, simply due to sugar intake. So you want to make the adjustments I just said, but also check and make sure that your sugars are under 60 grams per day. You can also look at consistency of water intake. If you're not drinking enough water, your body could be holding onto excess water, which will show up in your lower stomach. You would aim for around up to uh, body weight in ounces of fluid. So if I weigh 150 pounds, I would aim for 150 ounces of fluid. That's going to be very challenging for a lot of people. So aim for half to one. So if I weigh 150 pounds, I want 75 to 150 ounces of fluid. Try to get somewhere within there, the higher the better. The more consistent you are with fluid intake, the less your body tries to hold on to fluid on its own. And therefore, your skin will appear leaner and thinner. The other thing is to get more consistent with sodium intake. If your sodium intake is highly variable every day, make sure you try to normalize that. If you don't have any blood pressure issues, you want to be around that 2,400 milligrams of sodium per day. If you do a lot of exercise, three, four, five times a week, you can go up above that because you're going to be sweating out a lot of your sodium. And I usually have people aim somewhere in the range of 2,400 to 3,600. So the normal amount plus up to plus 50 percent so 2400 to 3600 milligrams of sodium now that's without blood pressure issues even if somebody does have blood pressure issues only half of the ish population is sensitive to sodium it's really kind of a variable uh, depending on each individual but that's a general recommendation is see the highs and lows you have of sodium intake and if you have a lot of variability try to normalize that into a smaller window and then that's it 
So those are the tips. So the three main ones are to reduce the de caloric deficit, get your protein at the top of the range, and then reduce extremes in your training. The smaller little details are to keep daily sugars at 60 grams or less, normalize your water intake somewhere between half to a full times your body weight of ounces of fluid, and then try to normalize your sodium intake. All of that will help you transition out of a fat loss, weight loss phase and give you a lot more definition and clarity in your physique over the next 14 to 28 days. Awesome. So hopefully that was helpful. If you have any questions implementing that, always reach out. Again, this podcast is free and it's intended to be anything you want it to be. <laughs> so if you have any questions, please reach out and I'll answer them awesome well if you like our podcast please share it the more people we share it with the more people we can help through the podcast when you share it let them know that we answer questions for free also if you like the podcast please consider donating to support the podcast there's a lot of hosting costs i give an hour to it every day and i would like to keep it for free so the donations help go a long way towards that i really truly appreciate that you can donate at our website at www.brutalirongym.com also, if you like the information we share in our podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. I post on Instagram pretty much every day. I'm posting a lot more on YouTube. So check us out on those places and follow us in both places. And then, as always, if you have any questions, feedback, suggestions, anything you want to know, let us know at our email, brutalirongym at gmail.com. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.